It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Tanya Harris is board certified in holistic nutrition. She's a childhood leukemia survivor and a mother of three. And she's the founder of Slightly Greener, where she's offering busy moms simple and doable solutions to reducing toxins one product at a time. And with summer being here, we are all slathering ourselves in sunscreen. And Tanya has some sobering news about that. She's joining me today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Tanya. Thanks, Amy. I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, so let's talk about sunscreens. What is lurking in them and what can we do? Well, this is one of my favorite topics because I always thought we need sunscreen, so what could possibly be bad about it? But when I started doing some research, I'm like, oh, there are definitely some that are better than others. So um, like I said, one of my favorite topics once this weather is warmer. But basically, to start off with, there's, well, I guess we'll go into sun rays first. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> two, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, there's two types of rays. So basically, it's the UVA and the UVB rays. And the UVA rays are actually the ones that are more dangerous. And these are the ones that can actually reach lower layers of the skin. Mm-hmm. Where, and they're the more dangerous ones because those are the ones where the damage occurs where we can't see it. So that's what appears over time, like wrinkles. And that's where kind of the skin cancer can start lurking because they produce free radicals in the skin. And free radicals are highly reactive molecules in the body that can damage DNA. And so that can cause anything from premature aging of the skin, but also health issues such as heart disease and cancer. Mm. And yeah, so that's definitely don't want that. And no. sunscreens don't filter those out, those UVA rays. They actually filter out the UVB rays. And while no amount of sun, sunlight is great for you, <laughs> it, sunlight can be good for you in small amounts because it helps your body produce vitamin D. And the UVB rays, are the second type of ray, and those are the ones that help your body to produce their safe levels of vitamin B, or vitamin D, sorry. You know what's <laughs> and, interesting, Tanya? I feel like, and hmm. I, I could be wrong, I could just be remembering this wrong, but I feel like everything talks about blocks UVB rays, and they're not talking about UVA rays. Correct, and that's why some sunscreens are better than others, because most, especially the chemical ones, which I'll talk about in just a minute, are the ones that only protect against the UVB rays, which is good because those are the ones that block sunburn, but then it's bad because it's not blocking the rays that are actually doing the damage. And the UVB rays, when you're actually blocking those, that can block your body's production of that healthy vitamin D by up to 99.9%. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how do we choose? What do we look for? I always recommend looking for a mineral sunscreen. And those are the ones that protect with zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. And you'll see that listed under the active ingredients on a sunscreen label. So, so like that's first what thing, I definitely recommend looking for. first thing in the ingredients, you're looking for zinc oxide. And what else? I'm taking little notes here. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> zinc oxide and then titanium dioxide. Okay. Are there any brands like that that you like? Yes, I definitely like Badger. That's one of my favorites. Um, I like Tropical Sands and Goddess Garden Organics. Those are probably my top three favorites right now of the mineral sunscreen. And are those mineral sunscreens widely available or do you have to search them down? They are. Um, I My local Walgreens, so my local drugstore has um, two of those brands, 
I believe they have Badger. A lot of health food stores have them. Um, Goddess Garden Organics is one that I've seen almost everywhere. So those are really the three I like. Tropical Sands is available on their website at tropicalsands.com, I believe. Okay. Oh, that's really good to know. So what about the ones that come in an aerosol that you can mist all over yourself? How are those? Those are not great. I Even with a safer brand, I don't recommend those. It's so easy to inhale, especially for children. We really have to be careful about what we put around our kids. But also, it's really easy to miss spots, and it's really easy to just apply too little overall, and then you're really not getting that protection. Yeah, and that's important. So you want to get enough protection. You don't want to block out the good reasons to get some sunshine to up that vitamin D, and you want to be careful not to inhale. But then you can see like sunscreen protection, SPA or SPF, you know, 80, 100. And you say we don't even need those really high ones. Right. Really, a lot of people say you don't need a sunscreen over SPF 30. I would say 50 just to make people feel better because there's just so much conflicting information. And one of the interesting things is Procter & Gamble actually ran tests of a competitor's SPF 100 product, and they did this at five different labs. And for that same SPF 100 product, that tested between an SPF 37 and an SPF 75. And it's just because of the small differences in testing conditions. And then they said it's also easier to make room for error the higher the SPF value is. So they actually recommended that SPF be capped at 50. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Perfect sense to me. Okay, so you have all the names of these sunscreens and the differences between the rays and what to look for and what not on your website, correct? Correct. Okay, and that's slightlygreener.com. So quick question. So we've been out in the sun. We get a nice, safe glow. Do you feel, do you have any, you know, insider information about body lotions and any that are, I mean, I'm just thinking about all the things we're putting on, in, around our bodies. Is is there a brand of lotion or things we should look for in body lotions, not sunscreen? I realize I didn't prep you for this topic, so if you don't have it, I forgive you. But I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding um, regular body lotion yeah. is something that you would use after sun. Either or. or regular body Either, lotion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some things I recommend avoiding for body lotion. And those one of the biggest ones I would say is probably parabens. And parabens are used as a preservative, but they're also a hormone disruptor. And those are linked to all sorts of things because like cancer and autoimmune disease, developmental disorders. And these are the ones that made the news because they found six different types of parabens in the tissue of biopsy breast cancer tumors. Uh. And they're, they're finding that even though they're in the products at very, very minute doses or levels, they actually found that those doses are actually more dangerous than we thought, those low doses. So, so no parabens. Yeah, that I recommend avoiding. Um, another thing is, well, actually, this is a great one in lotions and in sunscreen. Um, it's called, I'm going to try it. Methyl isothiazolinone. I hope that's right. <laughs> that was <laughs> really good. Long. That was good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I actually have that on my site too, spelled out, and how I look for it on the label because I just look for that T H I A Z and O N E at the end, and then I know, okay, that's the word. <laughs> so it's really, I just want to be able to find that one quickly. That one was actually called Allergen of the Year in 2013. And interestingly enough, they actually. Researchers recommend that it's okay in small amounts in rinse-off products like shampoos, 
but there's no safe levels of it for non-rinse-off products like lotions and sunscreens, but you'll find it in a bunch of them. So, so, so we're looking one. for it. We're looking for the T H I A Z O N E at the end of this multi-syllable. You might try it again. We don't want to find anything with that that end of the word in our body lotion. Is that what I'm understanding? Correct, especially for our children because they're actually starting to link that to being toxic to the brain and nervous system. Oh my. You know, all of this had to have at some point been well-intended. You know, the manufacturers of these products never knew, but it's like knowledge Mm -hmm. is power and we got to get this stuff out of there. Oh my gosh. So are there brands that you do like that are body lotions without this toxic ingredient? Yes, definitely. Um, One of my favorites is Green Envy and you can get that on their website. It's um, actually G-R-E-E-N. E-N-V-E-E. So oh, uh-huh. Green Envy is my favorite. I also like 100% Pure. That's another one that I I like. And right off the top of my head, I cannot think of my, Those are my top two that I use. Yeah, but, but those sound good. And so do they give you the same kind of like, you know, I have certain body lotions that I use that I think just, I love them. They soak into the skin nicely. My skin feels good afterwards. Do you find you get the same, you know, um, results with these lotions? Yes, especially Green Envies. That's what I went to. And I, I mention them all the time in all of my videos, but they're my favorite skincare brand. And they just, they've changed my skin. And when I put the lotion on, especially on my hands, because I feel like those, you know, are the most dehydrated, they look beautiful and it just sinks right in. It's, it's, it's the best. Um, a, a lot of these companies, not Green Envy, because they didn't have these ingredients before, but the good news is so many of these companies are reformulating because people are becoming more educated and then they're forced to kind of reformulate their products. And most of them are pretty good when they have those safer products that they come out with. Yeah. Oh, gosh, this is all so good to know. You know what? I would love to have you back to talk about makeup. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one of my favorites. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I would love to talk about that because I know more and more of the makeups that I'm buying are saying no parabens. And I didn't really exactly know why, but I felt good about it. But, um, you know, I think it's like what is lurking in our makeup as well. Well, this is also incredibly interesting, Tanya. You can find so much more on Tanya's website. It's slightlygreener.com. And I have to tell you, Tanya, Tanya, kudos to you on that name. I like that it's not like, I'm going to remake your life today, dot com. It's slightly, you know, recognizing we all can just take it a step at a time. But I think this is some good info, really good info. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on Amy's Table. I'm going to put a link to Tanya's site and a great uh, informative video that she's done on sunscreens. You'll find it all on amy-tobin.com. And Tanya Harris, thanks so much for joining me on Amy's Table. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.